Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canelli, and welcome back to Before the Lights Podcast, the show that tells you how they made their mark. He's an award-winning plant-based meat producer, the president and founder of an exciting and innovative plant-based food company, Before the Butcher. He's the producer of Uncut, a mainstream plant-based protein brand. Please welcome to the show, Danny O'Malley. Danny, welcome to Before the Lights. Hey, Tommy, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's going to be some fun. Let's start here. I'm just kind of curious. I'm into plant-based stuff myself. I love that. I'm a pescatarian. Are you vegetarian, vegan, plant-based? What are you? I I am plant-based. I'm I'm vegan. I've been so for about eight years now, but my last step to becoming vegan, I was a pescatarian. I get it. I get it. The fish is the hardest thing. Oh my God. I love, I love shrimp and crab, all those things that are high in, you know, shellfish, high in cholesterol, probably not the best thing for us, but I love that. I, you know, you go to those shrimp, uh, all you can eat shrimp peel and eat, right? Oh, crazy. Mine salmon. I love salmon. Yeah. I love, I love salmon back then too. I could, I could drop everything and just stay with the salmon. Moving forward. Where did the name before the butcher come from? Well, you know, it was kind of an evolution, uh, trying to decide at the beginning what what the name was going to be. And we bounced different names uh, off uh, off of each other, um, you know, with my original team. And, um, you know, as I kept thinking about it, I thought, well, you know what, you know, what associates people to meet in 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 a grand scale and. And for a lot of people, it's just you, you hear the word butcher and you think meat, right? Yes. Because that's what they what what they do along the way to get that product to you. They're going to butcher it at some point in time. And I thought, well, what what would happen before you get to the butcher? And and that's how we got to the name. It's like before you go to the butcher, hey, take a look at our products and and see that we can produce these type of uh, products that are familiar to you uh, without you heading over to the butcher. After the idea for Before the Butcher came to you, what was the process of getting it started before you launched it in August of 2017? Well, um, you know, a lot of conversations uh, with different people trying to find the right people to, to form the team that we uh, partially, which we still have today, uh, especially our development team. Uh, the hardest part was just trying to figure out what we were going to do and how we were going to get it done. Uh, you know, and and that's that's a little complicated with these type of products because you can't just go and make these products. You've got to have some uh, know-how uh, to get it done. And we fortunately uh, brought on a gentleman that had uh, the know-how that we needed. And we put together a really great R&D team and just started working on it in the kitchen, basically. I mean, that's really what happened. It was the development of kitchen. Then we found a space, a small space, and shared it with our our, our corporate chef at the time uh, who was doing catering business. So he had this little catering space, a couple thousand square feet, and like, okay, let's let's do it here. And, um, yeah, we just kind of plugged away at it and, and grew, uh, you know, and changed space a couple times over to where we are today, uh, you know, pushing uh, 40,000 square feet of production space. I'm going to get into some of the products here in a minute, but how has your background of over 12 years in sales and marketing at places like Superior, Anheuser Food, Cisco and Beyond Meat aided you in developing before the butcher? 
Well, the, the real advantage to having a background in, in food and food service, uh, you, you don't see farther back where I was actually in the restaurant industry as well. Uh, the really uh, advantage to that was having the connections and knowing the people that could help me launch the product. So working for uh, the, the largest food service distributor in the country food service was a, a great opportunity for me to get in front of people and get some feedback on our products and then get the product placed within distributors. Because, you know, you know, when you're selling a product to restaurants, you really can't sell it to a restaurant direct. You've got to go through the proper channels, which right. are distribution channels. And you got to get your products in those distributors in order for the restaurants to order the products and have it delivered. And it's uh, it, it sounds pretty simple. But it's really not that simple. And, and having the connections, the know-how, and and working with the people that uh, trusted me and I trusted them helped us move forward fairly quickly to get our products into distribution and then on, on you know, onto the operators and on on the plates. Before the butcher, first family of plant-based burgers, grounds, chunks, shreds, and other things, one hundred percent plant-based meat alternatives. Is one of the common questions you get by somebody that's not familiar with it ask you what's in it? Oh, that's the first question. I yeah, <laughs> okay. even the people that uh, that know us uh, and, and maybe maybe don't know exactly what the ingredients are in. The first thing they'll ask is what what's in it, um, and it, that's that's evolved for us since I started the company six years ago. We started with uh, non-GMO soybean as our base. That's That was the protein. And now we're working with other proteins as well, like a pea and fava and chickpea, even rice protein, uh, and creating different variants of, of the products as we go along to, to please uh, the consumer base and, and what's being expected from the consumer on the market today, which is ever evolving. Kind of give listeners an idea of, how well this product has been received. Celebrity chef Ming Tsai has cooked with your products and done videos with it. And celebrity chefs just don't use any products. So that speaks volumes for before the butcher. Yeah. Ming is, uh, I mean, he's just an amazing individual and, and a really talented chef. Uh, we partnered up with him as well. Uh, he frequently talks about our products and uses our products on, on his, on the different shows that he's on. Uh, but he also has a product called Ming's Bings. And it's, it's basically like a, uh, like a hot pocket, but it's vegan mm. and it's gluten free as well because it's a rice paper wrap. And he's, I, I don't know, he might have a different, a dozen different pockets on, on the, uh, the market uh, today. And we're probably in 75% of them with our plant-based meat. So we, we partnered up with him and it's just been a fantastic uh, partnership. And you're right about that. Uh, by the way, um, it, it, celebrity chefs are, are really picky. I mean, yes. really picky. Yes. And uh, we, we had to make sure that we really had a quality product and he loves our products and we love him. He's great. <laughs> Debuting at the Pizza Expo, which this show is going to come out after it's over. I'm looking forward to coming back again and meeting you in person. The Pizza Expo is here in Las Vegas, a new plant-based pepperoni that tastes, looks, and cooks like traditional pepperoni. Non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and soy-free how long has this been in the works? Well, I, I got to tell you, it, it's been over a year. Okay. It, it is the longest time that we spent developing any product 
uh, to get it uh, to market. And uh, we just won the Fabby Award Food and Beverage Innovation Award from the Restaurant Association. So it, it is we're really proud of this one. Uh, you're, you're, I'm going to tell you what. Tommy, your socks are going to be knocked off by this one. <laughs> okay. and so I, I would I would suggest come up and when you see me at the show, don't even wear socks. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> Is it full carnivores? Uh, you know th- this it, it does. Uh, we we had we did an informal uh, tasting of this product, uh, which a bu- with with a bunch of meat eaters. Uh, who had no idea what they were eating. They assumed that it was plant-based and they were eating it on a, a regular cheese pizza. And uh, after uh, they finished it, uh, it was revealed that they were e- eating plant-based and, and everybody was astonished. Um, and we, we only had a small supply at the time and they asked for more. Unfortunately, we didn't have any more, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, you'll, you'll uh, make that decision on your own when you try it. But you're going to be pretty amazed. It is uh, it is really an outstanding product. And, uh, you know, we made it to please meat eaters. That was the purpose behind it. I understand that because that's going to make that movement keep going. And I'm, I'm going to get into this plant based movement in a minute. But when you're speaking, how much is it important to you and your company to have a product that cooks and tastes is similar to real stuff? Well, it's really important. That's that's really the way and, and uh, the reason why the the, the company was uh, developed in in addition to um, you know concerns about the environment, uh, animal welfare, the health, uh, our human health as well. Uh, we wanted to create products that were so familiar to people that eat animal based proteins. Uh, that they didn't feel like they were missing anything when they ate our products. So when you take most of our products and and again, our products are generally used ingredient based. So our grounds, if you, if you, if you get our, uh, you know, our chorizo ground, you might make a chorizo scramble or something like that. You're going to use a lot of our products in recipes. You're going to use our Italian ground and put it in uh, your pasta sauce and make a bolognese or make a meatball or something of that sort. Even the burgers, you're going to build a burger, right? And so when you build that burger the way you traditionally like to eat burger, you know, maybe lettuce, tomato, onion, uh, cheese, uh, the bun, uh, put a little uh, mayonnaise. I would put vegan mayonnaise uh, uh, on that, uh, which by the way the vegan mayonnaise is nowadays are so good i don't know how you'd be able to tell the difference with those two but when you build the burger uh and you bite down on our product it, it's it's really very difficult to tell the difference the satisfaction level the taste uh the the bite the chew the texture is all right there and you say wow i just ate a burger uh now that burger is plant-based um so you're doing a lot of things when you're you're biting down on a burger or any animal uh, plant-based meat-like product like ours um because you're you're helping uh, the environment we use a lot less resources to make our products than animal based proteins do um that's a fact um you're certainly um, helping the animals uh, and the cruelty that's behind, uh, you know, animal production today, in most cases, um, that's a fact. And then um, the products overall are healthier than, uh, you know, uh, animal based proteins. And, and that's a fact, too. These, these are all I'm not making it up. These are scientific or uh, studied mm-hmm. uh, facts behind these products. So um, 
we really wanted to provide something uh, that was satisfactory to a meat eater. And the cool thing about it, Tommy, is, uh, you know, we're not the only ones doing it out there. And there are uh, numerous companies that are doing a really good job. Uh, and we're all getting better. And the better we get, uh, the less you're going to be able to tell the difference between an animal-based or a plant-based product. Um, and the more successful we are going out there and doing this, the better it is for us and our own personal health and certainly the health of our planet. The plant-based movement continues to grow. I've done shows on it on this podcast with other chefs that are vegan chefs about the astronomical numbers that people can do just by trying plant-based stuff for 30 days and how much stuff you can save for our planet, our environment, the animals, and the list goes on and on. What I've noticed over the years of attending the Pizza Expo is the number of plant-based booths continue to grow and grow and grow. And the last couple of years, I've noticed that the plant-based and meat alternative stuff has now taken over the majority of the Pizza Expo. Have you seen this growth, I'm sure, just in your own business, but at these other expos that you attend? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's funny you mentioned that with with the pizza expo, because most people wouldn't correlate the two necessarily. Right. Uh, but if you go to that pizza, expo, if you went there I, you know, I started, um, uh, boy, uh, seven or eight years ago was probably the first time I actually started um, at the pizza expo showing plant based products. It was uh, with another company prior to me starting uh, before the butcher. I was working for Beyond Meat and I was there with Beyond Meat and there was nobody there with plant based. Wow. Uh, there was, I think, maybe one cheese company, uh, probably Daya cheese, mm -hmm. um, maybe two cheese companies. And we were the only plant based company that was doing plant based meats today, as you said, and you'll see more of it this year than you saw last year, because every year exponentially it grows. Um, there are, are plant based uh, meat products all over that um, show. And uh, I, I tell you, you can't walk down a single row, I think, without oh. seeing a plant-based cheese company there. No, you cannot. I, they're all over the place. It is amazing. And this is not exclusive to that show. We are seeing it everywhere. In uh, May is the largest food service show in the country. It's in Chicago called the National Restaurant Association uh, Show. And this this is a monstrous show. It's it's one of the biggest uh, food shows in the country annually. And you walk that show and you are just I mean, your jaw is dropping by how many plant based companies there are out there producing products, not just meat or dairy type, you know, seafood type, almost any kind of plant based variation of animal based proteins or animal based products is there at that show today. Every year I go to this expo, I keep saying to myself, this is going to be the year that I hear of a 100% plant-based pizzeria, but it still hasn't opened up. But I still think it has to be coming sooner enough. With so many products out there, I got to believe somebody's going to take a shot at that someday. There's actually one out here in uh, Southern California, in okay. Orange County. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but there is one out here. Um, and yes, but it's not a chain. It's just a single unit. And there's probably a few, uh, a handful of uh, single units uh, spotty throughout the nation, I'm guessing. But yes, we see these, uh, you know, 100% plant-based burger restaurants or regular restaurants. The burger restaurants are popping up all over the place, yeah. as you know. Um that is really interesting, actually, Tommy, that we haven't seen a small chain of plant-based 
because you'll go into a lot of pizza restaurants nowadays and they'll have options for you. Right. You know, either you can just get a plant-based cheese uh, pizza with veggies on it, or they may have some plant-based meats. Um, and any smart pizza operator would offer that on, on their menu because you don't want to lose a customer, mm-hmm. right? If you've got four customers walking in the door, there's a good chance one of them or maybe even two of them are looking for a plant-based option. So, yeah, I I, I got to tell you, I would think that fairly soon we're going to find somebody jump into that ring and say, hey, we're doing it. And that'll be exciting. <laughs> it will be exciting. Your uncut products are gluten-free, non-GMO, cholesterol-free, plant-based certified. Did this all start and correlate with before the butcher? Yeah, uh, we, uh, you know, nowadays we're moving forward, as you know, with products that are also soy free. Um, but uh, we started with soy because it has such an amazing bite and chew and texture. It's it's really great product to use to, to mimic uh, animal based proteins. And it's really a, one of the very few um at, at plant-based proteins that are our complete protein as well, which we need for our bodies as human beings. Listeners go to the show notes. I'm going to put link to btbfoods.com where you can get recipes. You can also go try to find out, locate where these products are located near you. Danny, can you give our listeners like some places that you know where the listeners could just go find the product? If they weren't going to go to the show notes. Yeah, you can go to whole foods or the best thing to do is just go to uh, btbfoods.com We'll send it to you. There you go. Right. A lot of people don't like, like leaving their home nowadays, right? They have everything delivered. We're, we're happy to send it out to you. There you go, listeners, right there. Go to btbfoods.com. The link is in the show notes. Go get the products, order them. Danny will send them right to your front door. You don't have to go anywhere to get them. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you at the Pizza Expo trying this pepperoni. I'm excited for it. Thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks a lot, Tommy. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Listeners, do me a favor and take 30 seconds out of your day. Rate and review the show. It helps me grow this podcast immensely. I'm Tommy Canale. And until next time, a salute, a chin chin.